Okay. It has been, uh, I don't know, six weeks or so since the last podcast episode, Fill the Void. I thought here's another one, uh, another time to make one. And uh, I did actually, I actually created one a few days ago uh, based off one of my writings, one of my articles, one of my blog posts on rightguywrongtown.com. That was about some viewer calls into Washington Journal. Now, that is a piece, that is a, a focus of mine in my writing, but I just was not thinking it was really of any interest to anybody that tunes into this podcast from time to time. So what we're going to talk about instead, I think everybody has certainly heard, uh, what was this, about a month ago now, Neil Young gave, you know, the the, the uh, legendary rock star, legendary musician Neil Young gives an ultimatum to Spotify regarding Joe Rogan and misinformation on the Spotify platform. Now, of course, Spotify has this huge... Huge deal with Rogan. I mean, they invested like, I don't know, $100 million, don't quote me on that, into his program. Um, And so there's been a lot of uproar. And, you know, one of the things was, you know, Neil Young was being accused of being anti-free speech. And I definitely want to take issue with that. I, I do not think that someone that simply is taking a principled stand and saying, look, if you're going to have somebody on here giving a voice to, you know, like uh, my, you know, medical minorities and and all these people that have contrarian views to consensus, uh, and I think that that's dangerous because this person has a platform of what 11 million viewers and listeners, then. Uh, you're not going to have my music on there. That is not the same thing as saying, "Go, you have to censor Joe Rogan or you have to censor this person's speech. Uh, you know, it, it's a boycott. That's what it is. It's a boycott. It's a principled position. I've taken those positions myself, uh, probably to my own detriment because, uh, you know, what did I gain from it? But, you know, if you, for example, if I remove myself from Facebook because I think Mark Zuckerberg is a creep and, you know, Facebook lied to Congress and lied to the American people over and over again. They take your data. Sure, you sign off on that. But, of course, what are they doing? They're selling your data. They're manipulating the public through algorithms. So there's a, there's a, there's a distinction to be had there, right? The distinction is I'm taking a principled stand. I'm not saying you have to censor this guy, but if you're going to have him uh, in this, uh, have him be like the centerpiece of your entire streaming service, and you're not going to do anything about his misinformation, or you're not going to have like uh, standards of conduct, well, then I'm not going to have my music on there. That's not the same thing as saying, hey, government, come in here and censor this guy's free speech. So, you know, when it comes to that, I was with Neil Young all the way, okay? But then what happened a couple days later or maybe a week later after all this press is generated about it, what does he do? He urges people to stream his music on Amazon Music instead. Amazon Music. Uh, There is a article from etcanada.com. 
Uh, it's entitled Neil Young Steers Fans to Amazon Music After Pulling Music from Spotify Due to COVID Misinformation. Uh, and it says, quote, On Friday, Young shared an update on his website urging fans to head over to Amazon Music instead, sharing a link and noting that all new subscribers received the first four months for free. Uh, and then there's a quote from Young where he says, Amazon has been leading the pack in bringing high-res audio to the masses, and it's a great place to enjoy my entire catalog in the highest quality available, he added, end quote. Uh, so, you know, Young is saying, and I, I saw some other quotes regarding this, that he has a problem with Spotify's crappy, you know, lo-fi streaming, which is probably 128 uh, bits, which is... Yeah, I mean, it's that's crap. And, you know, I remember f back in the Napster days and there's other services where you were just downloading things illegally. I remember getting some some tracks that were like 128 and it was, you know, really crappy audio. I think it's come a long way. But so he's taken this other position where, oh, he just wants you to go to a service that has high resolution. And I guess there, there could be truth in that. Uh, but, you know, I think it's missing the larger... The larger issue, like how is Amazon Music an alternative to what's going on? So, and I, I want to tie that to another piece of information, another big news story right now, and that is, yay, right? Kanye West, or as he calls himself now, yay. And what was this? Just a few days ago, he announces that his new album. I don't care what it's called. I. I'm not going to bother looking it up. But he says it won't be available on the major streaming services. So obviously Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, etc. So from businessinsider.com, uh, there it is, Kanye West Donda 2. That's the album. He says uh, it's not coming to Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or YouTube, he said Thursday. Quote, today... Artists get just 12% of the money the industry makes. It's time to free music from this oppressive system. It's time to take control and build our own. All right, so he says he's tired of this oppressive system. He's tired of the uh, unfairness right, of artists only keeping a fraction of the money coming in. And that's all, that's all fine. That's great. Making a great point. But what does he do instead? He tells people to buy this $200 device, this, this, you know, uh, I don't even know what it is. I guess it's not an MP3 player. It's some sort of cloud device, right, uh, that you pay $200 for so that you can have his album. Right. Right. And, you know, I've, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, etc., complaining about this, like, I am not spending $200 for your device, man. Uh, and why would you? That's insane. Anyway, both Ye and Young have to know there's a better solution. They have to know there's a better solution. You know, let's keep in mind that they both are in a position that most artists are not in, not even remotely. They have huge fan bases. They have probably a team. I mean, I know Kanye West does. Neil Young's old school, but he's, 
he obviously has a team of people, marketers, etc., that are handling things for them. They're in such a better position than most artists. They can take these principled stands. Um, they can go and build their own device. They can go make it have a deal with Amazon. And, you know, even if the percentages are small, like in Young's case, like if every stream he gets, I don't know, the same as any other artist, he's obviously getting a lot more streams. There is a better solution in both these cases. If Kanye West really gave a shit about artists keeping a, you know, a small fraction and when they should be keeping, let's say, 80, 90% of what's coming in, the better solution is already, it already exists. It's existed now for over a decade. It's called Bandcamp, right? So that's the problem here, right? Look at Bandcamp. I, as an artist, I don't do, I don't do great on Bandcamp. It's, you know, I don't do great any streaming service, anything like that. But when when somebody goes to Bandcamp and streams or downloads my music, pays for it, I keep 85%. 85%. That's better than any streaming, not only in percentage, but the fact that, you know, uh, you know because, you know, iTunes, you know, that still exists and that's great to get sales on there. Um, but I don't even think it's 85% in that case. It's probably 70. Don't quote me, but you know, it's been a while since I looked at that. But obviously, Apple Music and streaming is kind of where it's at. That's where people are, are headed to, toward. And of course, that's what the industry is pushing them towards because they know they'll have the upper hand and not the artists. But so Bandcamp starts you at 85%. Now, if you're somebody that sells a lot, and I think it's something like maybe if you pull in like 5,000 in a given year, I think it might be uh, 90%. You get to keep 90%. That's really good. Now, if Kanye West or, shoot, even Neil Young went to Bandcamp and said, I want to put my music on your site. It's not going to be exclusive, but I'm going to at least encourage my fans and my followers to go to Bandcamp to support music because I believe in high quality waves, which is what you can get, right? You can get high quality audio when you download the music from Bandcamp. And, you know, I believe in artists keeping most of the revenue that's generated so let's make a deal. I'm sure Bandcamp would say, well, this is Kanye West. This is Neil Young. So we have to work something out. How about how about you guys keep 95%? We still have to pay our pay our bills. We still gotta pay transaction fees and you know, uh, pay for the the cloud service of streaming and all the energy that that that, that takes. So how about ninety-five percent? How about ninety-four percent? You know, whatever it needs to be but I'm sure they would do that so clearly you know as I, as I said in the title Young and Ye you know telling quite a yarn here that's not what they're interested in so I just want to reiterate you know I, I don't think Neil Young is anti-free speech but I don't think he's being uh, 
I don't know that he's being completely honest. I don't know that he's being completely honest on what it is he stands for here. Uh, you know, he's been criticized for being some sort of corporate sellout. You know, the same guy that was singing about. I'm not going to pretend like I know the Neil Young music, but you get the point. Like, he's supposed to be this against the grain and against the against the system, and here he is in bed with the system, in bed with Amazon and everything that Jeff Bezos and Amazon stands for. And Kanye West, give me a break. You want people to pay $200 for your device. No thanks. So that's really it. That's that's what I wanted to talk about. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If uh, you get a chance, please go to any of my websites. I write on rightguywrongtown.com. I'm also a musician, hip-hop musician by the name of Proceed. You can check me out at proceedmusic.com. That's P-R-O-S-E. E-E-D music.com I'm also the co-founder of Surface Level Records That's a hip-hop collective of musicians artists, etc and all around good people so check us out because we've got a lot of good MCs and producers and just all around good people uh, worth getting in touch with worth, worth spending your, your time listening to musically and uh, worth getting to know in person if you ever have that chance if you're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania anywhere around there so that's it and I will see you next month